Good morning, and welcome to Edgeboro Moravian Church on this first Sunday of Advent at our new worship time as well. Uh, we will begin with a, uh, a song, and then we will light our Advent candles. So with that, you probably all know this next tune. I've got Peace Like a River as we walk through the themes of our Advent candle, Peace, Joy, Hope, and Love. So we sing together. So at this time, to usher in the new season of Advent, this week, along with uh, other weeks as well, as we have our Advent wreath just behind me here, uh, we will welcome forward uh, different confirmands each week of this year's confirmation class. Uh, This week, we have uh, Louis Pagano and Henry Minnick, who will help us uh, light the Advent candle, the first Advent candle of hope. So come on forward, guys. And lead us through this and usher in hope for us in this Advent season. Jesus, who brings hope into hopeless situations, we thank you for your heavenly rescue mission, which we remember at Christmas. We light this candle as a reminder of the hope that you bring. Let us live with hope, knowing that you care deeply about each and every one of these situations. Amen. As we light our Advent candle, as we prepare for... As we prepare for Christmas time, in this world of pain and darkness, to all the people who don't know you, 
Jesus, you are coming again. In our service here today. Yes, bye-bye screen for now. Good morning and welcome once again to Edgeboro Moravian Church, where we are a community dedicated to loving God, growing in Christ, and sharing the Holy Spirit with those around us. And today, we do that through worship. 
Just a few announcements as we continue on. You will see many in your bulletin, but I will highlight that we do have a new collection drive ongoing. Uh, as you came in through the narthex today, if you came in through the narthex today, you would see at the bottom of the stairs two different collection bins. Uh, one is collecting uh, uh, bath and toiletry items for uh, uh, children and teens. The other one is a new collection. Uh, this one from Northeast Ministries, uh, they are collecting new zip-up hoodies for the kids that are involved in their uh, ho- after-school homework club. They will be having a Christmas party for these kids on December 15th and are looking to give away sweatshirts as gifts to them. If you were able to uh, purchase the sweatshirts and bring it to the church, uh, your help would be greatly appreciated. Uh, you will see more information on the, uh, the sign that's down, uh, downstairs at the, at the bottom of the Narthex stairs, and please bring those in by Wednesday the 12th. Also, a quick reminder, if you have not received your Christmas Eve tickets, uh, you can do so today. Uh, After worship, please uh, take what you need, uh, and uh, I I believe the the first two services are going quickly, uh, and so please take what you need. I believe they're in the back, and if they're not in the back, they, they will be in the office, and we can get those after the service. I know there are a few different uh, announcements, maybe people waiting to share a few different things, and so I'll open it up to uh, any of you who have any, uh, anything else to share, uh, any other events or announcements, I would open the floor to you at this time. Um, good morning. You see that we have given you a little visual promo of the 4 o'clock Advent Communion that will be taking place this afternoon. Um, For those of you who have been here, you know that it is probably one of the most meaningful services that we have throughout the church year. Um, The candles are lit. The congregation lighting is subdued. It's very reflective. It's a very wonderful way to... um, renew our souls and make a recommitment to Christ as we enter the Advent season and the season of his birth. That's at four o'clock today. Please come back for that and I guarantee you will enjoy um, every minute of it and then maybe you can all go out to dinner after that. So, you know, ladies, gentlemen, whatever floats your boat, maybe you can get a a meal afterwards. In addition to that, at seven o'clock over at Westside, We're having an Advent love feast, and the Edgeboro Choir is joining with College Hill Choir and Westside Choir at 7 o'clock over at Westside to do a very similar thing, but this time you get to eat. So if you would like to have communion to replenish your souls, and then if you would like to eat to replenish your stomachs at 7 o'clock, we've got the day for you. So please consider... um, uh, enjoying all of those opportunities for you for this Sunday. Thank you. And Luke is directing that one. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Kelly. For that, 4 o'clock later today, our Advent Vespers Communion service. Any other announcements? I saw, yes, Robin. Absolutely. The, uh, our Christmas puts opened yesterday. The first night was yesterday, and the Christmas room will be open after worship today. Feel free to stop down, uh, down there after worship and do some shopping. Any other events or announcements to share at this time?
Yes. Thank you, Amanda. And yes, there, there has been no age limit set for this activity. So if you, if you need an aid to help you listen throughout the service, that's what they're there for as well. Uh, something that was started in the second service, we come together as one here today. It's shared for all. Well, with that, we hope that you can join in on the many uh, different ministries and fellowship activities taking place here. We continue on now in... Uh, ushering the, in the season of Advent with our Liturgy for Advent, which we will uh, begin now and then end at the end of this service. So please keep it handy once we leave off. Uh, we will begin on page 49. So as we pray the Liturgy for Advent together, on page 49, let us stand. Shout for joy, you heavens. Rejoice, all the earth. The glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. We praise you, the Lord God of Israel. You came to the help of your people and have set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, a descendant of your servant David. You promised through your holy prophets long ago that you would save us from our enemies, from the power of all those who hate us. Shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and have remembered your holy covenant. With a solemn oath to our ancestor Abraham, you promised to rescue us from our enemies and allow us to serve you without fear, and that we might be holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. By your tender mercy, you caused the bright dawn of salvation to rise on us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. The voice of the messenger echoes from the desert, calling us to prepare the way of the Lord and to make a straight path on which he may come. Let us confess our sins 
so that our crooked ways will be made straight and the rough ways smooth. Please be seated. And we pray together. Gracious Lord Jesus, you come to us with the good news of salvation, but too often we fail to notice. You come to us day by day, yet we close the doors of our hearts when it seems convenient to do things our own way. We ignore your presence and your leadership. We have failed to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Forgive us, merciful Lord. May we live so that the world will know that you have come. Amen. Through John the baptizer, we hear the Lord's promise. Turn away from your sins, and God will forgive your sins. Eternal God, ruler of all ages, graciously you come to us in order that we might come to you through the merit of Jesus Christ, strengthened by the Holy Spirit. Send all your children to respond to the call of your gospel with faith, love, and hope. God of faith, you created humanity to serve and praise you, and even when we rebelled against you, You promised to send a Savior to redeem us from our sins. Strengthen our faith in your saving work through Christ as you chose the people of Israel to hear the promise of redemption through the prophets. May people today believe in your goodwill for all that you have made. God of love, you fulfilled your promise of a Redeemer in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we may share your love with the sick and the afflicted, with the poor and the homeless, with the victims of injustice and discrimination, and with all who are experiencing times of trouble. 
God of hope. You comfort us through our Savior's promise to return in glory at the end of time. As we await the coming of the Prince of Peace, let us not despair. We long for you to inspire all the nations and peoples of the world to turn to cooperation and nurture rather than to hatred and destruction. God of faith, love, and hope, to you and to you alone we pray. The only God, forever and ever. Amen. We will continue with our liturgy later in the service. At this time, I would invite the children forward for our children's message that will be our joyful noise offering for today. All right, well, go ahead and take a seat where you are, but don't get too comfy because we're going to be up and moving in a little bit. First, I should say, good morning. Yeah, yeah. You guys did a wonderful job. I saw of you downstairs during Sunday school for your, uh, your Advent program. You guys did an awesome, awesome job telling the story of Advent and all that little traditions like the candles and the Christmas and things like that that we do. You guys did a great job. So today we are going to help Moravians in another state. They're not around here. They're in New York City. How many of you have been to New York City before? All right. So a few of us, a few of us have. Okay. You can put your hands down. So we're going to take a joyful noise offering, and you, you all know how joyful noise offering works. This is going toward the Moravian Open Door. And what it is, it's a group of people that help other people that don't have homes, right? Most of us here have homes that we go home to, but there are some people that don't. And for those that don't, we need people like those that work at Moravian Open Door to help them out in their time of need. So we're going to take an offering to help out all of those people at Moravian Open Door in New York City. So I'm going to ask, since we are already going to run out of buckets, take a bucket, and if you have a brother or sister up here, maybe you can share in a bucket as well. And we're going to spread out everywhere and see how quickly we can get this done, because we're going to have 10 buckets out there. So this should be pretty quick here. So we have a lot of help, which is great. Go ahead and grab a bucket. And if you have a brother or sister, see if you can share a bucket with them. And spread out. Spread out. All different aisles. You can go up to the choir, too. All right, we have two more buckets here. Here, can you guys share a bucket? That would be great. Jack, you want a bucket? No.
You guys are doing an awesome job. Keep it up. Spread out everywhere. People let you know if they have something. Once you are done, you can come on up. Don't put the buckets back yet. Hold on to them, but come on up. Did we miss anybody? I think we got everybody. Good job, guys. Well, I think that was one of the most joyful noisiest offerings that we have ever taken for a joyful noise offering. So thank you guys so much for helping out with that. You guys did a really good job. So while you have those buckets in hand, okay, why don't we pray? Because this, this offering isn't going to us. It's going to other people, okay? So let's pray. Let's pray. God, we give you thanks for joyful noise that we hear. And we thank you, Lord, for people like Moravian Open Door and those that work there and go there to help others who are homeless. May our offering here today go to further their help and further their cause. Thank you, Lord, for calling us to help. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, thanks again. If you would take your buckets, make sure everything is in there. And go and stack them up where you found them and go ahead and take your seat. Again, thanks for helping us out here today. Yeah, let's try that. There we go. Okay. Thank you, thank you. And at this time, we, we transition to our scripture reading for today. Today's scripture reading is from Luke chapter 21 and verses 25 to 36 in the regular print Bible that can be found on page 85 and in the large print on page 121. Again, Luke 21, 25 to 36. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding. Of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your hands, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, 
and that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Thank you, Eric. So recently, I've had multiple conversations when someone would ask me, where did November go? And in one of those conversations, someone said something like, you know, Dan, the older you get, the faster it goes by. Now, maybe there's some truth to that. Because it was just a few days ago when we finished our Thanksgiving leftovers, and it felt like last week when I was getting dressed as holy guacamole for our Halloween open house here at the church. And yes, that costume sounds as awesome as it was, so I can show you pictures later. So, understandably, I, perhaps like some of you, am asking a similar but different question. How is it December already? But it's here. December is here, so to help myself embrace it, and maybe to help some of you embrace it as well, I will say, welcome, all of you, to the month of December, and welcome to Advent. And to start off Advent... We begin with the scripture reading at a topic that we don't normally associate with Christmas or Advent. And that topic is fear. Now this topic seems to pair more appropriately with another holiday that I just mentioned in Halloween. The day that we typically associate with fear in the sense that we have an opportunity on Halloween to make light of our fears. But we're looking ahead to Christmas, not Halloween. And where is the fear in Christmas. Well, to help explain that, I'll start with a short memory of mine. So this past Thursday, my wife and I celebrated our fifth wedding anniversary. Five years ago, that Christmas was, needless to say, different than anyone I'd ever experienced. And no, it wasn't because I was away from home on Christmas Day. I had done that already by that point. It felt different Because I knew that next year's Christmas and the Christmases that followed weren't going to be the same. Holidays aren't quite the same when you get married because now you might have multiple locations in which to choose from to go. And holidays certainly aren't the same when you move a couple of states away. So while there was a lot of excitement in me for that Christmas five years ago, there was also some fear knowing that things were going to change a lot. And so maybe you can relate. See, this whole month is filled with Advent and Christmas traditions, a lot in which are the same from year to year to year. And this makes it a season when it's easy to spot changes, Because if things are the same from year to year to year, if one thing changes, it might be very noticeable. And all of this seems to happen in a relatively short amount of time. And this is where a certain degree of fear might come in. Or use your own similar word when changes occur around the holidays. Uncertainty, uneasiness, maybe grief or worry, anticipation. Because maybe this is your first Christmas, or the last one before you have a teenager in the house. Or 
that you have a college student coming back home for the holidays. Or you have someone in your family choosing to be somewhere else for the very first time. And your traditions change slightly because of those things or just things just feel a little bit different. Or maybe this is your first Christmas in a new home and tradition, in a new home and traditions have to be made all over again. Or maybe it's your first Christmas between jobs or a different financial situation, and you're wondering how you're going to afford all those presents. Or maybe this is the last Christmas with a dying loved one, or the first Christmas after a loved one has died, and you're worried about how things might go on without them. This season can really make you aware of the changes that occur in life, and that can cause fear. But it's not just the season. There are bigger things that cause us to live in fear, and I don't need to list them. I'm absolutely sure that we could come up with a huge list of fears and concerns of varying degrees about our own lives, about our families, about our church, about our community, our country, and our world. That's a lot of fear. Now, in today's gospel lesson, Jesus speaks to his disciples before they encounter a lot of fear. This all happens just before the Last Supper, when everything took place in the upper room, before things will drastically change when Jesus is crucified, not even days later. So think Holy Week with this scripture. Now, to prepare them for what is to come, Jesus says to them that most things that you see and experience won't last forever. He says, heaven and earth will pass away. And in this same dialogue, he continues, some of which happens just before our gospel lesson begins. He continues to tell the disciples that they will be persecuted for their faith and that they will be put before juries and will have to speak before people about their faith. And they will be betrayed by their own families. And they might even be put to death, just like Jesus. And then he goes on to say that Jerusalem will fold and earthquakes will happen and wars will erupt. And this will mark the end of the world. Jesus essentially says to them that it's going to seem like fear is running the world. He says that people will faint with foreboding with what is to come. People around the disciples will live in fear, and the disciples might too. That's a lot of fear. But tucked into all of that is a little bit of hope. After all the horrible predictions that Jesus has for what will happen to the disciples, he says, but not a hair on your head will perish. And after getting done describing how the world will end and how fear will dominate, he says, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. So to the disciples and to all of us now, Jesus commands us to have faith. When fear knocks you down, get back up. Take a stand. Chin up. Be courageous. Be hopeful. Do this 
Because even though fear is strong now, fear never had the last word. Because I have overcome fear. I did it on the cross for you. And though you do not see me now, I came for you so that you might know God's love. And I come to you each day in spirit so that you are never alone. And I one day will come back for you in glory to be with you forever. Imagine if the world knew that simple message. Fear has not and will not win. This is good news that Jesus has for the world. And now notice this. I started with the topic of fear. We can all talk about our fear, but because of our Lord, our story has changed to one of hope. And that is why we celebrate in Advent. We celebrate because even though heaven and earth passes away, even though things can change and can cause us to have uncertainty or sadness, the promises of love that Jesus makes to each of us, his words will never pass away. Christmas is such a big deal because our Lord Jesus Christ came into the world to be our source of courage and hope forever. And that's reason to praise and celebrate. So going forward, let's encourage one another, let's help one another, and let's remind one another that this Christmas and always there is reason to have courage, there is reason to have hope, There's reason to stand up again, and there's reason to keep your head up. For the Lord who loves you and gave his life for you and teaches you and calls you has come into our joys and into our fears and into our ever-changing lives to stay forever. And thanks be to God for that. Amen. At this time, and one of many ways that we can live out of gratitude and live out the hope and courage that Jesus gives to us, one of the many ways in which we can do that is through the offering of our gifts. And so we do that now.
Let us pray. Holy God of light and love, lead us through this season of journey, not only in our worship, but also in our living. Ignite not just candles, but the flames of our faith, that we might more fully trust you with all we are and all we have. As we offer our gifts to you, open our hearts to the joy of generosity, that we might give compassion recklessly, judgment sparingly, and forgiveness unconditionally. In the name of the Christ, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we have a, 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 an opportunity to share our own prayer joys and concerns, continuing our attitude of prayer. Uh, I have a, a few to mention and then would invite anyone else afterwards to share their own prayer joys and concerns if they would choose. First, we keep in our prayers, just like uh, last week, uh, we remember Rita Young in our prayers as uh, she moved away a few years ago, uh, I'm sorry, a few days ago, uh, to live with her daughter in Ohio, and so we keep Rita in our thoughts and prayers during her time of transition. We also give thanks on this special day. Uh, this first Sunday in Advent, as many things are, are beginning, uh, we, we thank the, uh, the PUTS committee and all of the volunteers who have volunteered or will as uh, they just opened yesterday. Uh, we give thanks for the choir on a busy day when they will be singing three different times today. And so we, uh, we lift up prayers of thanks for their ministry, as well as the ministry of the Sunday School, today being the day that the Advent program was held, and so we give thanks uh, for all of those who attend and teach and lead and guide and support Sunday School as well. With that, we have many joys and concerns we bring into this room today. How might we pray for you today? Yes, Helene. So we'll lift up your friend Patty in our prayers as she undergoes tests and awaits results. Are there other prayer joys and concerns to share at this time? All right, we'll lift up Maynard in our thoughts and prayers. Yes, Diane. We give God thanks for that opportunity to rejoice, Marty, upon your mom's 96th birthday. Yeah, Tom. We certainly lift up prayers of peace for our borders. Well, especially since you think we will definitely keep you in our prayers. <laughs> Are there other joys or concerns? Yes. Um, peace on this 
So Scott, we'll keep you in our prayers uh, in the midst of your surgery, and we will keep uh, Ken in our prayers as well on the 6th. Yeah, we, we certainly keep uh, uh, Dan Butchen, Jim and Jesse, and uh, the entire family in our prayers as uh, uh, Dan was deployed to Afghanistan for 11 months uh, earlier this week. So we'll keep him in our prayers. Any others? Yes, Gloria. We will keep her in our thoughts and prayers. Uh, I also share that uh, uh, Kay Garropy had tests uh, for uh, cancer uh, this past week. Uh, she was happy to report that her test came back uh, as cancer-free, and so we rejoice uh, with her as uh, she has lifted up uh, those concerns in prayer for the last few weeks and is now rejoicing. So with all of that, our joys and our concerns, let us come to our God in prayer. Holy and wonderful God, we give you thanks on this day, especially for your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we begin our our waiting during this season, waiting for when Jesus will return to this world to complete our salvation and bring about the kingdom of God, which is yet to be completed and still here and now. Lord, we thank you for your calling to each one of us to bring your kingdom to this world through our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Thank you, gracious God, for being with us in spirit in in those times of joy in which we celebrate with others. Uh, good news with, uh, w- with what was once health concerns, uh, the gathering together of loved ones, especially over this holiday season, and many other new opportunities uh, other, and other uh, events and people to be grateful for as many different uh, uh, ministries and other happenings take place. Uh, Lord, we give you thanks that you are our source of joy. And Lord, we come to you with many concerns on our hearts. Uh, We lift up those who are saying goodbye to loved ones, who are either grieving a loss or for loved ones who are departing for a longer length of time. We think of those who are caretaking for others in need. We think of those who are responding to disasters or areas of violence. And Lord, we ask that you keep them safe. We remember our, our fears as we might be in them now. We may have been in them in the recent past. And we know, Lord, that fears are to come. Yet we also know your truth. And that truth is you will never leave us. We thank you for being our source of hope. We thank you for your encouragement. We thank you for your patience We thank you for your presence with us. 
Lord, we have spoken many prayers in this room today, and we thank you for your listening ear. And yet, Lord, there are many prayer joys and concerns that we bring into this room today that are still on our hearts and minds. And so, Lord, be with us now as we silently entrust those prayers up to you. Lord, bless and comfort your children. Here and around the world, we pray in the name of our Lord, who is our source of hope. Amen. To conclude our service today, we will conclude our liturgy for Advent. And so I would invite you now to turn not to where we were, because we'll get there, but to page 239 for the singing of our Hosanna hymn. And at this time, I would call forward our children to help us lead, or to lead us in that hymn. Who else can I enlist here? Are there any other children who would like to learn the Hosanna? Maybe haven't sung it? Or have done it in the past and would like to help out. Come on up. (laughs) The more the merrier. Wait, you're just going to have to sing really loud, okay? Okay. All right. Everybody's at page 239 in the front of their hymnal. First time through, the young people will sing and the senior choir will respond. And at the repeat, all the women of the congregation will sing, and all the men of the congregation will respond. I've added a little twist today. We have a young person who has a beautiful soprano voice, and I thought maybe, Sherry, if you sat at the bench of the piano, that's just it, and then you guys sing along with... Mrs. Hop, okay? That way you don't have to look at me and I won't scare you. Okay? It will work. It'll work a lot. It only took me 30 years to figure this out. So, so if we'd all rise for the Hosanna Chorus, first time through, young people and the senior choir at the repeat, all the women followed by all the men. Let's sing our way to heaven.
women. Men. Let us continue our praises together on page 53. Lord, you have kept the promise you made to our ancestors and have come to the help of your servant people. You remembered to show mercy to Abraham and Sarah and to all their descendants forever. We praise you, Lord. You are enthroned in glory, yet you came and continue to come for all who will receive you. We praise you for you are good and your mercy endures forever. To you be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord into our ever-changing world and into our lives to bless us with courage and hope for the present and future. Sisters and brothers, go in peace to love and serve with the presence of our Lord with you now and forever. Amen. Amen. 